Welcome to Heroic Nonsense. I'm Chris. I'm Heather. And I'm Jason. You know what? I uh, I, I told you briefly about this, but um, I I'm ever since this whole lockdown, uh, stay at home, all this stuff started. I had a uh, I found out a planner's board on the bottom of my left foot, and it's like right in the center of like the. Is the I guess the palm. I don't know whether you call it. It's not the ball of my foot. Maybe it is the ball of my foot. But it's like it's right at, near the toes, in okay. the middle of my foot. Okay. And it's in the worst possible spot because I walk on it every single day. Well, uh, I, I've been doing little treatments here and there, and it hurts to walk after the treatments. Uh, the last time I went in, which was three weeks ago, he the doctor was just like, "Okay, uh, we're just going to." Um, we can either do a treatment today, like a, a freeze it, or I can go in there, you know, numb it up, go in there with an extraction needle and take it out, and then you have to deal with it. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just, yeah, let's just treat it. Let's not go in and I haven't eaten today. I'm not dealing with needles. I don't want to do that. So I went and he did that, and I couldn't walk for like the rest of the day. But the next day I was fine. I was like, oh, okay, continue with my treatments twice a day. Uh, on my own. But yesterday, I went in for another follow-up, and he's like, okay, we got two options. And I always feel like it's a video game. You just expend the easiest option first. He's like, I was going to... My plan was to go in there with uh, the needle to take it out. I was like, oh, okay, what, what else we got? And he's like, or we could try a laser treatment. And I was like, ooh, lasers, that sounds fun. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, let's do the laser. I don't want to do the needle again. Well, let me tell you how I regretted that after about one second. Because he brings in, they bring in this machine, and then they bring in, like, the plug that has a fan on it, and it's like this machine. And I guess that's the laser. Oh, my God. Yeah, so they come over, they're just like, all right, he'll be right back in. And I'm looking at this, and there's two cases that look eyeglass cases that she lays on the top of this machine. Huh? And I'm like, what the flying hell is this? So she, the doctor comes in. He uh, he hands me a pair of glasses. And I said, what, what, I have to wear these? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, so I have to wear these crazy-ass glasses <laughs> to protect my eyes. <laughs> like I'm going into laser tag. <laughs> and, and then... Um, then he gets the machine out, and he's like, all right. And he puts on his glasses. And I'm like, well, I feel ridiculous. So I take a picture of myself with these things on. Then, I think I sent you that picture, didn't I? I don't know. I may I have. I don't think I got that picture, but anyway. Yeah, I'm in there with a the mask and my, my eyeglasses now. So I look like I'm uh, I'm ready for, like, recon work. <laughs> so what happens she, uh, the doctor had said, he goes, all right, listen, this is, uh, you're going to feel a burning sensation. Then I'm going to zap you. And so he goes, we're going to have to do this burning sensation. You know, this, we'll do the burn like three times and then I'm going to zap you five times. And I went, oh, that doesn't sound too bad. I was thinking of like the laser gun from Contra, you know, like, like, <laughs> like lasers sound fun, you know, like, doo, doo, pew, pew. So he starts and it's warm. And then it's the most excruciating pain I have ever felt in my entire life. 
I'm not even kidding. It was it was excruciating. Like awful. I never ever 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 want to go through this pain again. Wow. Where it I don't know if it's like on a nerve or where it is, but the 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 burning sensation and then it just like pierced and I felt it going like all the way up my body. It was the worst. And then he's just like, hold on, I still got to do two more of these. Fuck. Oh, shit. Are we there? Yeah, now we're here. Okay, yeah, where did I leave off? Uh, it left off that he, he was, what was the last thing he said? Burn, he was, I guess he started to burn and it started to hurt? No, yes. you had to do it two more times? Two more times. Yes. All right. So he's... It burns and it hurts and it's like shooting all the way up my body. And then he's like, oh, we got to do this two more times. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm already sweating now because it hurts so bad. Oh and I'm like, grip, I'm gripping the chair behind over my head what? and like and screaming, fuck. <laughs> Wait, so did they tell you that you were going to experience this kind of pain in advance or did this just shock the hell out of you? No, he just said, oh, it, it's probably going to hurt. But, you know. Well, when, when a doctor says it's probably going to hurt, I would. My expectations are it's going to feel like a needle or something yeah, sudden. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've not had, the sun shooting me. <laughs> it was really bad. He's like, "Oh, it's like kind of stepping on a hot coal." I say, "It's like getting a hot coal up your asshole." <laughs> and I felt it was a combination of Steve Carell from the Forty Year Old Virgin with the um, the chest ripping scene, and I was just like, "Oh, fuck, God." Shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say this so loud. <laughs> but then the second time he did it, I was just like, oh, like I, I like was clenching so hard, my face mask ripped off like the Incredible Hulk. So I like, <laughs> snapped the elastic, and I'm like sweating, and it was just so bad. And he's like, oh god, and he's laughing, and I'm laughing after each time, just like that hurts so bad. Yeah, but he was laughing, and I was laughing. Good after God the pain was over because I needed to experience something else. Then he's like, all right, now this is going to, they're going to be zaps. And it literally was like that. And he's like, it's going to feel like someone thwicking you. Like, thwick. Well, it felt like they were thwicking me with everything in like a volcano. <laughs> it was oh. awful. And he, that happened five times and each time hurt worse than the last. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's crazy. Yeah. So here's my suggestion. Do not under any circumstances, uh, get a laser treatment for a planner's wart. Just take the numbness and have them extract it with the with the biopsy needle or whatever the hell it is they take out there. So that's how I spent yesterday. And I, I still, it hurts really bad to walk. So wow. unfortunately, I wasn't doing anything today. Uh, I've been laying down uh, and uh, I went to the butcher. That was it. And that took everything in, in me to go to the butcher. I've I've had things cut off. I don't remember mm-hmm. ever had because I've heard that you can get them frozen off, and also now I'm hearing that about this laser. I had no idea that was even in existence. It shouldn't be the laser shouldn't right. be for anything. That shouldn't even be legal. <laughs> uh, but I had them where they cut cut it off of me. But they used like this needle and they numbed around the area and then they cut it. It was very very simple. They and would I, have had they would have had to have numbed. I would have had to have been passed out. Why would they have not told you that it was going to be that kind of pain? Like that should be a war. You should be warned. 
Well, I the thing is, is that I believe where because it's like um the way these planners words work, they they're like they it's almost like tentacles. They 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 attach themselves. They and have they just, roots. They they're d- barnacles. They're a human barnacle. Yeah. Essentially, yes. So I have. I think this is like right at a nerve, wherever this thing is. It's on a nerve, Fuck. and because uh, even when I walk on it, it it's just it's like crippling pain. Um, so now I'm walking all funny, and I'm probably gonna develop like a knee problem. From that. Wait, did so, they give you like a, a mess? Did they give you a special shoe to wear, or do you have like a sock or like something no, to make you I feel get, better? If I get the the other thing with the extraction, I get like a little surgical boot. And I just, I wasn't ready for that. I was like, no, let's try this. And now I know. So, I mean, well, I'm never going to go barefoot again. <laughs> I've just, I, but I'm also barefoot right now with the exception of the uh, the the left foot. The aforementioned left foot. Um, but yeah, that, uh, I do not, uh, do not recommend for anyone to get a laser treatment of any kind. Let alone That's on your foot. Crazy. So now you're walking around like Quasimodo because you yeah. have this fucking dumb foot. Wait, so mm-hmm. did it? Did, do you have burn marks on the foot, or is it? No, I mean it's a very concentrated laser. Um, but laser. again, like like in Contra, laser, just like in Contra. Thankfully, so if you, what what does the foot look like right now? Uh, it it where it's doing like the little acid cream treatment. It's like you know several layers of skin are down. So it looks like a, a cavern inside oh the Oh, my God. So wait a minute. Hold on. So where's the acid treatment come in? So you were doing that before, and then he went to the laser? No, I didn't do that yesterday. Because uh, you, when you go there, you don't do any treatments for that day. Um, and he did, like, a little treatment there, too. And it's amazing. It's changed because I had one when I was a kid. And they didn't uh, – there was no lasers back <laughs> back then. Thank God. Yeah, but with the uh, the Cold War just ended, so I guess they put the lasers away at that point. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, 1989, I think, when that happened. But they, um, so when I first go in there, he takes out, looks like a little Dremel tool with this piece of sandpaper. He's like, hold on, going to shave, <laughs> and oh get down God. to like, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's the most, it's unpleasant. He's such a nice guy, though. The nicest doctor ever. <laughs> Wait, so he used. Okay, hold on. Let me understand something. You're talking mm-hmm. about a Dremel tool. You're talking it's, about. It's essentially it's a medical. Well, hold on. Dremel let's tool, walk through basically. this for a second. Okay. You have a laser. You have a mm-hmm. Dremel tool, and you said there's some sort of acidic stuff that was put on your foot. Yeah, it's like a cream. Okay, so my question is, what the fuck didn't he do to your foot? Because he did everything. Did he take a sword to your foot? Uh, he, that was the first treatment. Cheese, he cheese a, grater. He took a he took a Hattori Hanzo sword, and he was just like, I cut it off. I was like, Nah, let's just do something. So, okay, let's do let's take the wussy way out first. <laughs> right. So he does the the laser is the first thing he does yesterday. Yes. Okay, and then he follows. Oh that. no, he no he he did the first. He sanded he sanded he the sanded surface. It down. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Okay. He sanded it and they stained it. Uh, and then we gave it a lacquer, <laughs> a nice lacquer to seal it up. <laughs> you got your foot finished. You got a fucking piece of wood for a foot. Yeah, this old foot. <laughs> so <that's> a... <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's um, this is going to be a nice little segue, by the way. Uh, it's uh, it's like walking on a street of fire. Oh man. Well. Well. 
You know, it's funny. Um, we did skip a week for the podcast and it, not not by our choosing. It just happened that way because we were all busy for whatever reason. Um, I'm busier now than I was prior to this. Shit. Yeah, I, I well, the, the reason why I'm so busy is because if I don't keep myself busy, I will lose my mind because I am going, of course, going to work still like I've been saying every podcast. But yep. when I come home, there are things that I want to do or get into, be it lawn work or, you know, cleaning up the house or or which I don't do. Heather does mostly. Um, yep. Or, or editing a video. Because if I edit, editing videos for me, I could care less at this point, couldn't care less at this point mm-hmm. if I got a single view. It's just the fact that I'm putting hard work into it and enjoying the outcome of it. That's like my whole point of life right now is just to make videos because it gives me something to do. So I don't put, um, uh, or I don't smack myself up, uh, uh, up, up against my head uh, several times over until I pass out. Because that's the only other thing I think I would be doing right now. Because uh, I am losing it. I'm losing mm-hmm. it, the fact that I can't go anywhere, and it's driving me absolutely crazy. Um, but anyway, I'm totally off target here. We watched uh, a film called Streets of Fire, and this was something Ooh. that uh, Jason recommended <laughs> and let us borrow, which we had for about seven months, I think. Uh, <laughs> you ha- you got it in November, the and, first weekend of November. <laughs> and, it, and it sat in our basement, and the reason why we did not put it in uh, our DVD player is because we're so digitally. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Heather? Heather's not going to help me. Um, I'm so digital. <laughs> I'm, I'm so uh, digitally j- driven, I guess, at this point, where I'm so lazy I can't even put a DVD in a DVD player. <laughs> so we finally got a brand new TV. Last time I think we talked about my Samsung fucking died and it's a piece of shit. Mm. Um, but we hung up a new television that my parents gave me, and we decided. One of the very, I think it was the very first film we watched on the new TV was Streets of Fire. What, am I right about that? Okay. I think so. Mm, I think so. I think so. So we decided we watched Streets of Fire on on our new TV, and we did. Um, Heather, I will tell you now. Heather could tell you maybe something different. Heather didn't watch any of it. No, Heather, I, I couldn't. Heather basically paid attention to her <laughs> phone the entire time. I didn't like it. I asked her, can you please watch it just so we can at least have something to talk about uh, and we can have something to discuss. And she would not do it. Instead, she was knee deep into her phone like she is right now during this podcast. Um, (laughs) Listen, I'm playing Candy Crush and I am listening to every word you guys say. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, But we watched we watched the film and it was the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It it comes across as if it is supposed to be a musical, but instead it has rock music set behind it. Um, it has a very unlikable lead character. The acting is insanely subpar. Uh, there's a lot of weirdness that happens throughout the movie. It is based around a girl character who is kidnapped and for what for whatever like there's a lot of like what the fuck is happening here and what's going on because the Mm -hmm. movie begins where a girl is on stage like doing this rock song and people storm in and fucking capture her and it's like what (laughs) like what's happening i have no idea what's happening it's not just anybody it's willem dafoe right willem dafoe dressed as a seal uh he looks like a fucking seal from sea world Hold on, Heather dropped her mic. I'm so glad that something finally happened on Heather's side of the table because it's, it's been mainly it's been mainly on the phone. Um, but Willem Dafoe was in it. He has a seal haircut and he's wearing like black uh, leather, I think, or spandex throughout the entire thing. Yeah, they're like they're they're in that gang and uh, they kidnap a very I think 19 year old Diane Lane. 
yes, Diane Lane. Movies. I had to yeah, look it, was it one up. Of her, one of her first movies. She very very beautiful woman. Yes, she was. Um, but she had that song. She didn't actually sing it. It was sung by somebody else. But the song is uh, called Nowhere Fast, and it was written by Jim Steinman. And I have a I have a big I have a very fond uh, I really like Jim Steinman songs. Jim Steinman, as you may not know, wrote all of the big meatloaf hits. Uh, okay. So you can and I could tell I could always pick out his songs just from the lyrics and how it's uh, how it's written. They right. had because um, he did that one Celine Dion song, the uh, it's all coming back to me now. Okay. Remember that was it's all coming back to me now. And he did making love out of nothing at all, which was made famous by Air Supply. He did um, Total Eclipse of the Heart, which was made famous by Bonnie Tyler. So he did Jim Steinman like was basically every huge ballad that was ever written in the eighties and early nineties was his responsibility. It's this guy. Yeah, just one guy. And I, as soon as the movie started, when I first saw it for the first time, and I heard that song, and I'm listening to it, I'm just like, this sounds like Jim Steinman because the you know the chorus, you and me were going nowhere slowly, and we gotta get away from the past. There's nothing wrong with going nowhere, baby, but we should be going nowhere fast. <laughs> and I'm, so I look it up, and it's like Jim Steinman had two songs in this movie, and I'm like, so immediately I was like, I love this movie. I don't care what happens at any point. <laughs> and then Rick Moranis shows up, and I'm like, holy shit! It's yeah, Rick oh, Moranis. well, hold on. Well, so let me now you're refreshing oh, yeah, ahead, my sorry. memory a little bit. No, no, it's okay. Um, Rick Moranis shows up, and it's the first time ever in any film ever that Rick Moranis is a badass. Uh, he's like <laughs> sort of like. Um, a shit talking little miniature badass with big gigantic glasses on, as you normally uh, you see him. Had the big glasses. By the way, uh, one fun fact I I learned from a TV show called it's on Disney Plus right now. It's called Prop Culture. It's about mm-hmm. movie props. It's fantastic. Every episode is about a a, a partic- particular movie. Um, one episode was about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Rick Moranis actually shows up because they're making a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids film. Uh, if you didn't oh. know, already know that. But he mentioned that he takes one prop from every movie that he's in. And can you make a guess of what you think that prop is? From Streets of Fire? All movies. Every movie he's uh, been in. He takes one specific prop? Always. The, the glasses? Yep, he takes the glasses. because, <laughs> And the reason why is because he actually gets his prescription in the, in the glasses that he's wearing. So every movie he has the glasses from that particular film, which I thought was an interesting tidbit. But he's mm-hmm. like a badass in this movie, and it's really weird. He's talking shit the entire time. And then, for whatever reason, the lead character ends up in a bar, and he picks up the woman, Uncle Buck's girlfriend slash fiance, <laughs> uh, in, in the Uncle Buck film, if you've ever seen it. That actress yeah. is in the movie. I have never seen her in anything else ever in my entire life, and she shows up in this movie. And she also is like a street tough, like a badass mm-hmm. too. Like everybody in this movie was a badass. Did you notice that? I did. They they were. And they they were all badasses. <laughs> oh, and then I but also like that the lead that character was, uh, by, that was Amy Madigan is. Uh, oh, there we go, Amy Madigan. Yeah, yeah, I was looking it up during my watch. She 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 played Shanice. Yeah, Uncle Shanice Buck. and Uncle Buck. Um. I also like that the lead character has a shotgun, I think, at one point, and he shoot anything he shoots explodes, which I thought was yes. great. There are some cool things about this movie. It was very 80s. Uh, the music was like kind of 80s. I mean, mainly 80s, I guess. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I couldn't figure out really what the time period was that the film was supposed to be taking place in. I guess in the 50s. Well, it looked like the 50s, but it also appeared to be a dystopian future. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> it was hard to kind of wrap my head around it. The music the music part of it, I know that was like the focal point, but I really didn't care for the music personally. It didn't do anything for me. Well, there was one big hit off of that soundtrack. Um, I don't know if you remember it. Hold on. I got to find the name of it. But it was um, I Can Dream About You by Dan Hartman. That's the that the the group sang in that one. Okay. Yeah, but I can dream about you, and that's how I like. I that was the song that brought me to that movie because it was on an eighties uh, compilation. Or um, ah. I, I made I made a mix a mix of eighties songs, and that one kept popping up. And it said Streets of Fire soundtrack. Like I never saw this, and I had just started watching. Um, I had watched the Warriors which is another Walter Hill made Streets of Fire and Walter Hill did The Warriors and after The Warriors he did 48 Hours. Ah. And because of 48 Hours he was able to make Streets of Fire and Streets of Fire no one understood it in the movies when it was released. <laughs> but it's it has like a nice little cult following and especially for me uh <laughs> because I just I it's such a weird movie. And when I showed it to my wife, she goes, "Of course you'd like this." <laughs> well, you're, you're, you are a glorified hipster. I mean, let's be real about it. You are. I, I'm not, but I'm not like a jerk about it. No, no, no. So. You're not. No, I'm not saying you're a jerk about it. I'm just saying that you, you are pretty much a. I, a lot of the things that you tell us that you like, I watch it, and I, and I usually above my head in big cartoon letters it says WTF because I have no idea what the fuck is going on. From, from cuffs to streets. Yeah, from cuffs to. Yeah, exactly. It's like all of your movies are like these really off the wall like things. Although I did not mind cuffs. As yeah. much as I minded, his favorite was the beginning. It was well. So let me let me fast forward. Then in this film, there is a girl that's dancing on a table in a bar. In this film, Streets of Fire, mm-hmm. titties out the entire time. And I was really, I was, I was then, I was in the movie. I was there. I was ready to watch. <laughs> I actually, I scooted my chair up. I was really involved. Um, Heather didn't notice because, of course, Heather was playing Candy Crush. But it was really mm-hmm. nice to see this girl. She was dressed in sort of um, a scantily clad sort of outfit, very '80s looking tits. You know, you you know those '80s tits. Uh, yeah. She had the the '80s uh, clothing on. She, she was looking pretty good. She had a short mm-hmm. haircut. You ever notice in '80s films, a lot of the the girls that take their bra or their or tops off, they usually have a short haircut. And it's all, but it's only in futuristic ones. Yes, it's really weird. I, I well, don't the eighties, the eighties had. If you uh, you ever seen the Legend of Billie Jean? Mm-mm. That's another one. I, I I you just watch Streets of Fire. We'll we'll work on Legend of Billie Jean by the end of the year. That's the one my wife had told me. She said you need to watch this. I said, "What's it about?" She goes, "It's about eighties justice." And I said, "We're watching eighties <laughs> justice. Watching, we're watching this right now." And it is, and it's uh, it stars Christian Slater and Helen Slater, not related. What? But, uh, yeah, they're not related, but uh, they play brother and sister in the movie, though. But they're not related at all. <laughs> it's, but interesting. It's, it's it's super funny. Um, yeah, I the the movie itself is. Uh, well, it it ends. Um, it it ends. I guess very um, frankly. 
Like they just mm-hmm. they, they the girl like he can he so they apparently the lead character and the girl that he ends up saving the singer they had a relationship beforehand uh, before this entire story that's why he comes back to town I guess for her and by the end of the movie she had been dating Rick, you find out she's been dating Rick R- Moranis's uh, badass character and by the end of the film the lead character is like you can have a Rick. She's all yours. So then she ends up staying with Rick Moranis. And the guy's like, well, I'm fucking, I'm leaving town. I'm out of here. And then that's it. It's like the guy comes to town. Then he, he does like a, a dance number with a guy dressed as, uh, uh, what's the leather outfit? What, what was the guy's name? You, you already said his name. What's his name? The actor. Will, Will Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. He, he and Willem Dafoe get into like a, a minor fist fight. And he, can't, he, he gets out of town. That's it. Done. Why is his name Willem? What? Why is his name Willem? That's his name. But why? Willem Dafoe. That's his name know. is Willem Dafoe. You, we have to. You but have to get it? his. We have to ask his parents. I, yeah, I mean, what kind of question? Why doesn't is that? it have a William? <laughs> why doesn't um, it have the yum? Why is it just Willem? Like I want to oh. know. I want to know. I want to know why it's not Willem Defriend. That's right. That's a That's good a question. Willem he, Why is it so name? But in this one, he is Dafoe. Hmm. I mean, that's. That's it, a fact. I heard his mom had a speech impediment, so she couldn't say William. She just said Willem. Willem! Oh, okay. That's what I heard. Willem Dafoe! Willem! Uh, <laughs> so I give this film a a C uh, minus, because I, I thought it was it was it was a little less than just okay. I wasn't a big fan. Would never watch again, although <laughs> I can understand why you love it, because it does mm-hmm. seem to be very different and interesting, but it just was not for me. And I will tell you that Heather gives it an E minus because Heather didn't watch a single no, fucking I second couldn't. of it. No, I couldn't. I. It's not about I didn't. It's about I couldn't. Why could that? How could you not was, be able to watch a movie? How, what does that mean? I was just bored. I have a real issue with musicals. It wasn't a mute. Nobody was singing. The, was well, the lead singer. Oh, I mean, the, the lead, lead character, singer was no, no, no. singing. No, okay. the lead character girl was singing. I'm sorry, the lead character girl. I have a real issue with it. What is your? Real I don't issue? know. I just didn't like it, Chris. I don't fucking know. I didn't like it's it. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You tried, and that's all that's important. Listen, Jason. She didn't try. So I let's did not try. give her points, please. Thank I you. Did try. I didn't try. Me under the bus. I should have. Mm. But yeah, I should have given you another movie in December so we can do it for the next episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What what were you thinking? I don't know, but you have to give me one. We have. What was it, Heather? What was it? Hurry! I don't think there was a film we get. Yes, we did. We gave him a film. We told me how to watch it. Remember? Go back and listen. I don't fucking fuck. I can't remember now. I don't listen to this podcast. What the hell do I do? (laughs) Ah, fuck. You know what? I was thinking about it the other day because we had watched this, and I wanted to bring up today that there was Rod? No. He's seen oh that. no, I've I've seen that a ton. He's seen that. Um, I love that. Movie. No, there was something that I told him he had to watch. And Grandma's he said Boy. Grandma's no. Boy was that it? No, I've seen, seen that. You seen Grandma's Boy? Yeah. I, I don't remember. I'll have We're to, have to I'll go have... back. I have to rewatch Norbit yet. So me too. Fuck Norbit. <laughs> oh man, have... Norbit's so good. I got a copy for two dollars. Wow. So I have to, in HD. Wow. So I'm just like, we're gonna go do this. We're gonna take care. We're gonna take the two Buckardinos. For this be- one and do it. I can't believe it was only two dollars, man. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like this. What Norbit? Yeah, I don't like what we're talking about, Norbit. Oh, you've Norbit. never seen it. <laughs> what? You've never seen it. I've seen enough. I saw a trailer for it. Fuck that. Norbit. Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh my goodness. Terrible. You did you see? Make- did you see Thirteen Going on Thirty? Is that what we're talking about? 
I've seen that plenty. Oh, you have? Fuck. Oh, yeah. I have that on. I even own that on DVD. You do? I do. I like that movie despite Mark Ruffalo. Okay. It wasn't. um, I like to call him Mark Buffalo. Role models, was it? You've seen that, right? I've seen role models. Yes, I have. We'll figure it out. Somebody. We have to have a super fan that would remember what I was supposed to watch. But it was probably. Something. Something or other. Something or other. I think you should it? watch uh, Superbad again, just just because. Just because. <laughs> yeah, just because it's great. Yeah, oh. because I I could sit there and try and understand why they were drinking sudsy beer out of those yeah. whisk containers. <laughs> so how is uh how's everyone's week been going? Well, you guys you guys had an anniversary, the gas anniversary. We did. We did. And it was it was lovely and. I bought Heather a gift, and she made me a gift, and both gifts. In my opinion, her gift was 10 billion times better than mine. Ooh. Oh, hold on. The one that I gave you, because that's fucked up. The, no, I'm saying the one that you gave me, the book. She, she, gave me, she gave me a scrapbook full of photos and stories and everything from our relationship leading up to our wedding, and then like a bunch of stuff about our wedding and it was really really sweet the very last page is uh, a bunch of envelopes that people gave us their cards in cut up to make one solid picture and it's like what they wrote on the front it was really 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 nice a lot of cool pictures um a lot of memories in that book she did a very good job and then i gave her a 18 (laughs) an 18 (laughs) i gave her an 18 by 24 fucking what is what do you call that canvas canvas framed canvas. framed canvas of me and her kissing and uh, from our wedding i have no idea where i'm going to put this fucking picture it's so huge <laughs> it is such a big picture and i thought about it after i ordered it, i thought you know putting something like this in our house it's it's like kind of important it's important to us this picture but like other people coming in is it going to make them feel awkward it's just a big picture of us kissing like should we have made something that was like less personal i should have like had a picture of just me you, me and you you know the one where we're like kind of standing next to each other it's yeah. very american gothic is that what it's called american gothic that painting i guess um, yes it, it looks very much like that. It's like black and white for those who've never seen, obviously some of you have never seen it, but it's Heather and I basically standing next to each other, black and white. We have these wide eyes and we have our hands next, like by our sides. It's very creepy, but it's really cool. And I love it. I think it's great. Cause it kind of, it's it. I don't know. It's just a different picture from any other picture we've ever taken. We together. look like a, two-person band but it looks great and i really <laughs> wish that i got that picture blown up but instead it's me dipping heather in her wedding dress fucking making out like i pretty much i'm two inches away from fucking her in this picture that's, and, that's, and like now i'm gonna have to hang this on my wall that's a beautiful it's a beautiful picture it is beautiful so, you, she's you, in the picture it looks great. It. now yeah. everyone's gonna be like hey he's like he's getting ready to fuck her there right well <laughs> well the next well that that's the secret though for her, uh, the next gift uh, for her birthday, I'm going to get another picture. It's actually me fucking her. So you can actually, well, as you're walking down the hallway, it starts with the wedding, and then it goes right into me fucking her. And so it's you great. Should put it, you should put it over like a fireplace. And if you don't have a fireplace, build a fireplace. And then uh, hit like a button on the wall or like have <laughs> pull a book out of the shelf, and then it turns around, and it's that picture. Exactly. It's the other one. And it plays, it. Um, it plays that one song. What's that song? Careless Whisper. Yeah, it plays yeah. that song as soon as I push the button. 
it should be um wicked thing or wicked game by uh, chris isaac Ooh, instead or by covered by the band my favorite band it, him you just push it and it goes oh, I fall in love with you. this has been a very musical episode it has been i've, I've sung like three songs well I yeah. actually was going to tell you, Heather wrote a song for me for our anniversary. Heather, go ahead, hit it. Let's hear that song. Go ahead. Five, four, three, two, one. Go ahead. I've never written one song. Here though. it goes. Here, I'll do the song for you. Go ahead. Start singing. Wait, isn't this the, the Take Me Out to the Lobby song for the movie theater? <laughs> that was the Regal. That was the Regal movie theater. Go to the concession stand. It is. Song. <laughs> wow. Um, so anyway, I bought Heather this mammoth of a picture that I have no idea where we're going to put in the house. We have no wall space for it. I, I mentioned, let's put it down at the, like at the bottom of our stairs going into the basement. Let's put it there. And it's too wide. So it won't yeah. fit. Right. So I don't know where we're going to put the picture. I guess we'll have to use some measuring tape this weekend and figure out where the fuck this thing is going to go. It might end up going, I think the best place for it, honestly, in the garage. In between I, the trash cans. No, I, I think <laughs> I think the best place is Goodwill. Oh, it was a gift for you. Okay, someone <laughs> might like it better. Someone might have the wall space be, for it. That's, that's going to be your like twenty or three thousand follower giveaway. <laughs> or big gigantic picture. <laughs> hey guys, you want this picture? You know you do. This is a very special thing that we have made for uh for you for our very special. <laughs> Look how cute. You know what? It's my dad's favorite picture of us from our wedding. I think we should just gift him. The gift gigantic. it to your father. He might. <laughs> what, what, if, what if he hung it like in his bedroom above his bed? Would that be weird? That yeah, Please don't that say things be. like that. No, no, no. That. Not that. No. If you hang it above your bed, he's not looking at it. It's not like sexual. I'm just saying like he could place it above his bed. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I'm I don't, really why don't we, why don't we place it above our bed? That's a perfect fall spot. and murder us. That thing is huge. No, but I, that's what she said. We should hang it up and <laughs> use those little sticker things that we have. Oh, good. Yeah, so it can fall and murder us. I'll nail it. I'll nail. Ooh. Whoa. Hey. Wait, wait. You're gonna so you're gonna put the picture in the bedroom and nail it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I really like the picture. I think it's great. I think it was a very sweet gesture. <laughs> Meanwhile, but he's I cracking am, up. I am so confused as to why you had to get, like, the biggest fucking option that they had. Like, I can't imagine them having a bigger picture. I'll be honest. Uh, by looking in the photo, it showed you how it looks on the wall, like how big it would be. I didn't think it was that big on the photo Hold until on. after I ordered it. Then I realized, wow, this is actually a little bit bigger than... I think we need. You got like a Comic Con banner that they put on the side of right, the hotel exactly. that that spans like thirteen floors, right? And like twenty rooms across. It's like a whole new roof. We got a whole new roof for our house. Is a big picture of Heather and I. Jason, <laughs> when I opened it, I told him that it's a it, it's life size. It is. <laughs> it's did. literally as big as Chris and I in well, real life. Well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find a way. Like like life, the picture has to find a way. Yeah, I'll figure it out sometime. So yeah, that's my suggestion to you. We we had we had a great anniversary. We did. We ate dinner. We uh what did we, we eat Heather dinner? Heather made the same dinner we ate at our wedding, which was very mm -hmm. nice. 
it was like a we we had a very barbecue kind of like dinner at our wedding. We wanted something very laid back. We wanted the entire experience to be laid back. So our dinner was like these beef barbecue sandwiches. I know this sounds so fucking ghetto. I'm saying this. We had these beef barbecue <laughs> no, sandwiches, it and it was like Everybody potatoes and green beans. Well, Heather recreated that entire meal, and it was fantastic. Then our wedding cake, we didn't mm-hmm. save any because they gave us a new one, a small one just for her and I for our one-year anniversary. It's free. It that's comes great. with the wedding cake. So Because we could... that's that's one of the worst wedding traditions that I don't know. If, oh, yeah, save the cake for a year. Right. It's like, uh, no, I'd rather get a new cake. Right. <laughs> Exactly. I'm really gonna do it. So we ate. And it's, the, nice. it's nice that you get a reward for staying together for a year. You get cake. Yeah, and luckily it wasn't <laughs> freezer burnt and yeah. smelling and tasting like whatever the fuck else is in our freezer. Mm, tastes like Totino's pizza rolls. Yep. So that that was fun, and Heather has spent that day trying to track down a fire pit. Because mm-hmm. we wanted to sit outside. Oh my God! Fire fire. You got a fire pit out in the fire back pit. there, hun. It was the most obnoxious fucking experience of my life that day. <laughs> what did you went and bought one like at the Home Depot or something? So I was gonna go to Home Depot, but when I was checking prices online, I was like, okay, fuck this. Chris, for whatever stupid ass reason, wanted a like a metal fire pit. And mm. I hate those things. Every single time I've had one within like the s- spring summery season, the bottom falls apart and the metal just like disintegrates. It yeah, like it rusts burns out up. too. Yeah. And right now there's water sitting in it. So I don't think it's going to last very long here. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm not spending $120 on a goddamn metal fire pit that's going to fall apart. So. I found that Walmart has them for $42. Ooh. And they're 29 inches. They're like a, a, I mean, it's a pretty good size. So I place an order online for the Walmart that's like five minutes down the road. And I checked my order status the next morning. It'll, it said it'll be ready after 1 p.m. And I was like, well, I'm going out this morning, so I'm just going to cancel this order. I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy it. Well, when I looked at the product page, it said it was out of stock at that store. And I was like, what the fuck? So I drove to the store that's about eh, 15 minutes away, I guess. I go to get out of my car and my mask drops face down on the ground. Uh. And I don't have any extras. And I was like, oh, gee, are you fucking kidding me? So I drove all the way back home to get a mask. I went all the way back. I'm finally masked up. I go in through the garden section because I know the fire pits have to be near the outdoor shit, which is near the garden section. So I'm Mm -hmm. walking in. This guy greets me. I can't hear a word he says. So I just say, oh, hi, how are you? And he's like, (laughs) no, ma'am, you can't be here. I said, so you huh? He <laughs> kicked said, out. You you can't you can't come in through this door. And I was like, oh shit. So I had to walk all the way to the front of the store. I had to walk all the way to the garden section. People are like going the down the wrong way on the one one way aisles and bumping into you even though there's like announcements on the loudspeaker saying please keep a six foot distance. Nobody gives a shit about that. 
Finally, I make my way over to the garden section. It said on the app there were six of this particular fire pit in stock. Mm-hmm. There were zero. Uh. So then I got mad and I was like, <laughs> you know what? There's an Aldi across the street. I saw like some fire pits there for like twenty nine ninety nine a couple weeks ago. I'm going to go to Aldi and I'm going to get me a fire pit. Mm-hmm. Aldi didn't have a fucking fire pit. Mm. So then, finally, I'm like, okay, should I go to the one that's like 30 minutes away, the Walmart, or should I take a chance at the one I was originally going to go to this morning and see if, for whatever reason, they have one? So I went to the one closest to our house, and I walk in. Jason, there were like 10 of this fucking fire pit sitting on the shelf. And I know they didn't just get them in. The website lied to me because it wanted me to run around and have the worst pre-anniversary day ever. Uh, yeah, so meanwhile, she calls me freaking out and upset. And I don't know where it is. <laughs> and I was she like, be- oh, well, yeah. And I, and I said, Heather, it's going to be fine. We don't need the fire pit. It isn't like a crucial thing. to get. No, we're good. We're good at the fire pit. And I was we like, okay. Yeah. Before <laughs> fire pitch. And I was like, okay. I was like, it's fine. So she ended up finding it, which was a, ha- a happy ending. Um, giggity. And then we came, uh, <laughs> I came home from work. We went on a walk and then we, we ate dinner and we had dessert. And then we sat in front of the fire pit for, <laughs> we sat in front of the fire pit for 25 minutes. We got while Chris looked at his phone the whole time. No, and you too. And then we came inside and Only we ga- we were. played a ga- video game for a little while, and then we went to bed. We didn't even boon that night. Long story short, it was a very fun one year anniversary without any boning. <laughs> that's what it was. I'll, I'll. That's how I'll tie it all in. Tie it all up right there. No, no bones. No about bones. It. No bones about it. No <laughs> bones about it. I was so tired out for searching for hours for these fire pits that I, I couldn't. I couldn't. There was nothing left to give. Nope. <laughs> there was no pit for your fire. For ya. <laughs> but you did. But I mean, you did find it eventually. So that's you know that's the good thing. I was proud of her. I, I honestly I couldn't even believe it because a lot of people are buying shit like this right now to have something to do. Because, you know, to sit in your backyard, you're bored as shit. Why not get a fire pit and have, you know, s'mores with the kids, right? So, damn, forget the kids. I want to have s'mores by myself. And here's something else you should know, and I've mentioned this before. You can do do s'mores in the air fryer. You you told us that, and it sounds I know. amazing. But I, <laughs> I did, just want to point that out. <laughs> I really wanted s'mores that night, but I was so filled up with the cake that we didn't even do s'mores. I uh, have all of the ingredients, but we haven't used them yet. Yeah, well, if you have cake, you don't need s'mores. No, That's, and we uh, have so much still. Do you how if it's only two of you and you probably it's about eight inch cake? No, it's a six inch cake, but it's like twelve inches tall. It's huge. It's four fucking layers. The it's see, it's the girth that it's the girth that gets you, not the length. Ooh, yeah, a lot well, this of time it's the length and the girth. The thing she she was when I was communicating with her over email, she had told me like, yeah, I give you guys a six inch cake uh, for your one year anniversary. And I'm thinking maybe at most it's a two layer cake. I mean, it's a free cake. No, she cooked, cooked. She baked us an entire (laughs) like four layer cake. 
That's impressive. I'm telling you that it looked nice. It looked nice. The the pictures that I saw. It was really and, uh, nice. I wanted. I I was jealous. I was jealous. I wanted cake. Well, you should have said something or just showed up, and I would have done it like a porch <laughs> pickup thing. You could have carried it out. Well, I also I wanted to thank you for sending me. Um, you sent me a little care package that I got my Gasol Cast shirt, and yes. I got uh, I got my Gasol Cast decal. Oh, uh, <clears throat> a we hunt together sticker. Son I have another. It's my second one. Um, I don't know if you happen to notice in the video for uh, that we did this week for the Deku, uh, it the W H the We Hunt Together stickers in the background of it. What? Mm-hmm. I well, I well, watched yeah. it, but I, how did I not notice that? Yeah, see, there's lots of little things hidden about. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you also gave me a a a, a Golden Girls card that you made. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Thank you for being a friend. That thought was great, and it came with the Boba Fett and um, and uh, and my 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 Blu-ray copy of Streets of Fire, which you you hated. So, <laughs> well, I wanted to send you. I, I knew we had to return uh, the film. Uh, it was very much. It reminded me of being a a, a blockbuster um, subscriber was, way back when. There was no late fees though. Right. No late fees. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to send you the Boba Fett because we had gotten that a long time ago, and I thought it would be nice to send you a little care package because, you know, things it suck was. right now, so why not have a little bit of fun? It it brought a big old smile to my uh, my my big face, and uh, I was very happy with it. Well, so we thank you. That. Well, thank you. And I got a big box of heads from Heather. Oh, you did get them? Yes, I did. Excellent. Oh, thank goodness. I got them yesterday, but uh, with everything that happened with the laser – uh, I couldn't talk, so if I, I I I wanted to mention it tonight because I forgot to send a message yesterday. Oh, because I I, I received them after my lasering, and I was like, uh. well, let's be clear for a second. They're not a box of human heads, although that does sound cool. That Heather sends boxes of human heads. They were little mm-hmm. Funko Pop heads. Yes, they were. From and uh, I got stuff to do with them. Excellent. So, that makes us happy yeah. that you could use them. Um. So this week, I don't I don't know what other topics we're going to touch, but I, I just wanted to make mention. I rewatched uh, the, the, the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, my. And I hadn't watched it in a very long time. It is on Disney Plus. I mentioned before that there's a show on there called Prop. Uh, what did I say it was called? Prop. Prop, uh, prop, prop Masters? No. no, not Prop Masters. It was called. What was it called, Heather? Prop what? Prop. I can't remember. But anyway, it's a show about props. and, and for It's so stupid. Prop, prop culture. Prop yes. culture. Okay. So, prop, prop dusting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a show all about like props for certain movies, and they do every episode is a new movie. And that happened to be one of the movies. And it was interesting, the background of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, how they did it, because they filmed the entire movie with kind of a stand-in Roger Rabbit, stand-in characters. It was really crazy and Mm -hmm. the the guy on the show on the prop master show he goes around and shows you different uh props from the film and stuff like that and and people who own them and sometimes he'll talk to the director of the film and stuff and it just makes it such an interesting thing um as an example when uh valiant is talking to uh, uh, roger rabbit um on on the bed roger is standing there talking to him and because it was filmed in such a way where valiant eddie valiant is looking at him 
they filmed that and then have to overlay the cartoon. Well, because of where his eyes were, Eddie Valiant, they had to make Roger Rabbit stand on his tiptoes to make it where they were at eye level. And you notice this in the movie. If you watch it closely, you'll see that his little tiptoes kind of go up. But they mm-hmm. talk about that in the prop culture show. I thought that was really well, cool. How, how Roger, they had to like draw Roger Rabbit standing on his tiptoes, yes. you mean? Yep. So oh. it so it made it look like he was at eye level with Eddie Valiant because it wouldn't make any sense. It, it would be Eddie Valiant looking basically at the wall instead if they hadn't done that. Um, but they do all these cool things with the show. So it made me want to go back and watch the film. And man, was that a good goddamn film? Although I didn't it realize is. how dirty it was. I did not realize how all the sexual innuendos in the film, uh, I and how there was a lot of like interesting violence in the film with the melting of the little shoe cartoon. Oh my God, that was traumatizing. It was. You felt- bad for that shoe yes but <laughs> the animated shoe i don't know how like nowadays you could not release a movie like that and and have it basically directed at children mm-hmm. um it's it's just a different world nowadays but man that movie is so good it, i really would love to see a follow-up to that but without having the actor was what's his name the guy that played eddie valiant um, without, but was it no, Bob, Bob Hoskins? Bob Hoskins. Yeah, without, he's, he's, he's dead. Yeah, without having him, I don't think you could do it. You know, he was like, he was fifty percent of the movie, in my opinion. He was so good. Mm-hmm. He was great, uh, and you know, and then he played Mario. That's not his fault, though. That's not <laughs> I know his fault. It's not. He was stoned out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't his fault. Although. Uh, what I did not know, if you watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the music sounds really interesting and, and familiar. And that's because there's a guy named, I think his his name is Alan Silvestri. Silvestri. Mm-hmm. He was the same guy that did the music for Bob Zemeckis because Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a Bob Zemeckis film, which I didn't know. Yeah. Who, his other film is Back to the Future. Which is that... So well, Alan Silvestri does, does the music for Back to the Future as well. And, and, uh, Back the to Aven- the Future. He also did the Avengers. Avengers, yep, exactly. Yeah. I was going to get there. Avengers that, and Avengers, all the Avenger films, actually. He did the music it, for all of them. I think, I think next to John Williams, he probably has some of the most memorable, uh, orchestrations of, in, in movies, for me at least. Because, you know, John Williams had Superman, he had, uh, Star Wars, he had Indiana Jones. Um, and then Alan Silvestri had the Back to the Future movies, and and you know he still does it. But John Williams, you've had Jurassic Park. There's so many like noticeable things that like from movies like that. That's our classical music nowadays. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. That they did. Uh, who do you think? Um, just to, on a little sidebar for a moment. Who else do you? Th- who else would you put up there with those two? Uh... I would put I would put Danny Elfman. Because Danny, Danny Elfman, Elfman yeah. did Batman, he did Dick Tracy, he did, um, uh, you know, all of the, all of those like Tim Burton movies. Like he was basically responsible, and he is an Oingo Boingo. So whoa, <laughs> that's right, Oingo Boingo, babe, Dead Man's Party. Well, another film that Alan Silvestri is behind was our music was behind was the Predator and Predator Two. And now thinking about the music in my head, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. that's a hundred percent. Like now I can hear it. It's weird. Yep. And, and guess what? Flay the navigator was one of his as well. Yeah. It may, I can, you can 
definitely put them all together. Yep. Yeah, Alan. Yeah, you know, he has a certain style as well. That just sort of, yeah. Another, like the, the, that Predator theme is great. Another one of his films was The Abyss. I need to go back and watch it. I haven't seen that in a in a long. Or another one of well, his films he did music for. It's not available anywhere, which is the problem. It isn't. It, yeah, you can catch it. I think it's on HBO right now, so you could probably watch it uh, on demand with HBO. But James Cameron has not remastered The Abyss, nor has he done True Lies. That is, yeah, True Lies. So you're, is a great film. so you're getting, you're getting, um, you're you're basically getting HD, but they're not full HD. They're not cleaned up. It looks like shit on your television, personally. Oh, that's great. Uh, in, in my opinion, I don't think it looks good. The Abyss should look a million times better. Like, he 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 cleaned up Titanic to look amazing for the Blu-ray release, and he hasn't touched The Abyss. And The Abyss, in my opinion, deserves everything, because it's, it's one of the, I mean, classic, classic, classic movies. I have not watched The Abyss since I was a kid. Did you get freaked out with the drowning scene? I always, I didn't like that. I hated it. I'll be honest. It was, it was in every trailer, and I never wanted to watch it. But then I finally just watched it and closed my eyes when I was a kid with the drowning scene. I didn't I, like it. I don't even <laughs> remember enough to remember them drowning, but it does sound very familiar. Yeah, it was Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio and Ed Harris are trapped in the the one. Uh, like the second submarine thing that they're in that's filling up with water, but they only have one oxygen tank. And she's just like talking to him. She's like, you got to take this. You're the better swimmer. I'll just drown. And then you just bring me back to life, you know, do CPR to bring me. It's the only way to do this. It's not, you know, it's whatever huh. the thing. Yeah. And so like, there's this scene where it fills up and like she drowns on camera mm. And then he's like waiting, and I'm like, just go fucking swim, diddy. <laughs> and so they bring her, and they have to bring her back, and they do. So, spoiler for anyone, Mary Elizabeth Bastiatonio survives survives the movie. So, <clears throat> yeah, I, I sort of want to watch that right now, but I'll have to go and see if I have HBO still. I'll have to watch mm -hmm. that. Um, anyway, that, that so if you haven't watched Prop Culture, I, I highly recommend it. And I only found out about it because. I'm a part of a movie prop group on Facebook and there was a guy on there talking. He basically his his status or, or uh, post w uh, in the group was about him uh, coming clean. Finally, that he was on the show. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what the fuck is this prop culture? Well, if you can watch his episode, this particular guy, he is on the episode about the Narnia, the lion, lion's witch in the wardrobe or lion, witch in the wardrobe. He has a Narnia collection in his home that is incredible. He has like full, like the, you know, the bull kind of characters with the horns, the minotaur looking dudes. Yeah. He has those in his home. It's wow. incredible. Um, but they do an episode about what what they do. Uh, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Pirates of the Caribbean, which was really cool. Uh, then there was Mary, uh, Mary Poppins. Poppins was another one. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before that was Christmas, wow. which was very interesting. It was cool. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend that you go and watch it. I'm hoping this show continues on. I hope it's popular enough. Oh, and they also do one on Tron, which is interesting because you find out a lot about Tron because Tron basically was a huge failure in the box office. And like they were expecting it to be that of 
they expected it to be a, another Star Wars film and to be that mm-hmm. popular, and it wasn't. And you the, you meet the director in the film, and he is so bummed <clears> out. You feel so bad for him uh, after you watch this particular episode of, of uh, Prop Culture. Yeah, um, yeah, I have to check that out. You do. You need and to go watch it. It's great. It's and it's on. You said it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. And no, we're not nice. getting paid for talking about this. It's just a great show, and I want everybody to know about it. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Was that a PayPal ding you just got, Chris? What was that? Ding! You're getting, <laughs> You're getting paid! Oh, my Damn God! It. Five whole dollars! <laughs> wow, five dollars. Wow! 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 Wow, that's pretty good. Hey, Owen Wilson's here. Wow! <laughs> So that, that's, that's been basically my week. I've been watching, um, like now I'm watching Pirates of the Caribbean because of prop culture. I want to see some of the things they were talking about um, in that episode. So I the next film I'm going to watch, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Baby. And I remember I've only seen that movie maybe two or three times in my life, maybe more as a kid. But as an adult, I saw that film when I was a kid in the theater, and I'll never forget mm-hmm. it. And... When I guess it came out on VHS, my parents bought it for me. I watched it a couple times, but I completely forget it. I haven't watched it probably in 10 years. So I'm really excited to go watch it. That's on the Disney Plus as well. It is. So every film that was on prop culture is on Disney Plus, I believe. Oh, boy. Yeah. So they allow you to go and watch them all. Narnia, I don't know if it's on there, but I hope it is because I'd like to watch that as well. I've been introducing my son to uh, more John Candy movies this Ooh, entire thing. Hey. I mean, I don't know if I mentioned that or not, but I um, we watched Uncle Buck. We watched Summer Rental, Great Outdoors, and last night we watched Delirious. Oh. Delirious wasn't so keen on, but uh, it's still got funny parts in it. I like Delirious. And he saw part of Who's Harry Crumb. He didn't watch the whole thing. But I need to watch those, the, both of those. I haven't seen those in a long, long, long time. It's um, great. So just a heads up, Chronicles of Narnia, uh, Lion, Lion, Witch, the Lion, the, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and also Prince Caspian, both on Disney+. Plus. So oh I think boy. every film that they talk about is on Disney+, Plus, so you can go watch them and get nostalgic. Huh. So I guess they're not going to have one on Streets of Fire anytime soon. I don't think that's ever going to happen, Jason. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Tron is on here. That's wow. awesome. I, you know what? Did... And Tron uh, Legacy and Tron Uprising are both on here. Tron Uprising, a cartoon about Tron. That oh, is it was awesome. the cartoon. It was fantastic. You know, I had, uh, I had purchased the Tron 2-pack. It had Tron and Tron Legacy. And I had purchased it with the intent of buying a 3D television. I think I may have mentioned this before, too. And then I got the 3D television and never watched it, and now it broke. So oh, best so, best 3D <laughs> film on on a home TV I had ever watched because the dark colors made everything pop out. Thanks for, uh, thanks for rubbing that in. So anyway, it's the best <laughs> ever, and uh, it's the best ever. And if you hadn't ever seen it, God, what, a, what an idiot. What a maroon. You would be uh, for not watching that. <laughs> it's just fantastic. You missed out big time. Ugh, I'm such a jerk. What a jerk. What a jerk. I'm a terrible jerk. What a big old jerk. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my 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 cross to bear. So I can't do that. But hey, congratulations on doing your homework. And thank uh, God. 
Heather Heather gets gets a, a satisfactory grade. Sorry, uh, for, I for really her didn't like it. It's a group project, and obviously, as in all group projects, one person always winds up doing the most work anyway, so. <laughs> well, in my defense, it's usually me and not Chris. Oh, no. Except for That's this That's bullshit, by the way. I always do my homework every single time, Heather. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so uh, there's not, you know, it's one of those things we used to look forward to movies coming out. You still look forward to concerts to going to or trips to take. Now we're just like, I'm looking forward to going to the butcher shop <laughs> <laughs> and interacting with people inside there. Today I had a whole conversation about hot dogs wow. that lasted, it lasted like five minutes. I was just like hyping up these hot dogs in the butcher shop. All beef, all beef hot dogs that would, um, I don't know, they put the, the, they they may have unseated Weeder Wayne as far as Whoa. Uh, yeah I'm sorry these hot dogs are amazing I'll let him know <laughs> yeah yeah and he also has these new smoked links so it's little little tiny thin smoke weenies wow. that are amazing hold on yeah, hold on but... let me let me ask a quick question did you get these hot dogs the the Weener Wayne hot dogs they were you only had them from my house right correct okay that could be part of the problem go ahead why. Because if you have them at his cart, I just had them at his cart about a week ago. Mm-hmm. It was 10 times better than when I had it in my house. Oh. Yeah. So right. You know what? There's only one way to, to, to satisfy this is I need some of those hot dogs, and I'll put them up with the butcher hot dogs, and I'll, I'll have a hot dog challenge. I think you should go to Wayne's like cart and eat his wieners. That's what I is think he you still, need to do. Is he still doing his uh, his cart right now? Yeah. He's doing his cart. Yes, he is. He's still in business. Nice. He's rocking and rolling. To... Where, you have to tell me where he is next time. Listen, I'll meet you up there one day. You just let me know. It's right down the street from where I work. We'll meet there. We'll have wieners together. <laughs> we'll have wieners six foot apart. Yes. You should get a six foot wiener. Oh. And, and then that way we know how far to stay apart from each that's other. That's fantastic. I, no, I thought you were going to say we're going to eat it like Lady and the Tramp. But I like your idea too. Cool. You can't do that no, right now, Chris. Can't. We can't. Oh, uh, you know what? It's better to get a 12 foot wiener and then mark it. At the at the middle point, perfect. So that way we'll eat our six feet of we- God. That's a lot of. That's hot a dog. lot of wiener. That's that's too much hot dog. I'm sorry. I don't six think foot. I've eaten that much wiener before in my life. <laughs> Lord knows I have. No, <laughs> I've eaten that much corn. I've eaten. As remember, I I did eleven ears oh, of corn. I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh my and god! I'm not gonna be. A, I have a feeling they're not gonna have that thing, that event this year. Uh, so I'm not gonna. My my record will hold, and I know I don't have to be challenged to are, it. Are anymore. you just straight up shitting corn on the cob? Like how does that even work out? No, I, I the corn on the cob. I I, told, I think I mentioned it. The uh, that that's eleven was was my limit. I don't think I could do twelve. I mean, I probably could, but I, I don't want to. It was a lot of corn. It was a lot of corn, but no, it, it doesn't. Uh, it digested. It digested fine. Okay. Because it was on the cob, and like the bot, it's what it, it, usually. It's like the processed corn for whatever reason, like frozen or canned corn. That's what regurgitates that's itself. That's what gives like you that. a problem. Yeah, and so we have come full circle because we've we've talked about poop. Yep, there Once we again. go. It always works out after we start talking about the poop. By the way, have you ever seen the film Logan? Yes. Okay, you have seen. Okay, there there is a movie. 
I don't know what it was now, but there was something that you had not seen, and I was I just could not believe it. It blew my mind, and I cannot figure out what fucking movie it was. It's driving me crazy. You will find out. You will remember it as soon as we hang up the phone. Oh, my God. How about Die Hard? You ever see Die Hard? Of course I've seen Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> How about Come Terminator on, 2? Man. It has to be Terminator 2. There's yeah, no way. Right. Oh, let's see. Jurassic Park. You've never <laughs> seen that, right? What about E.T.? Huh? Have you ever... Right. Ah, son of a bitch. Avengers? <laughs> what about Pulp Fiction? Huh? Yeah, right. You know, I need to watch Pulp Fiction. What? I need to watch it. I haven't watched that in years. I have a whole thing about that one. And that's, uh, we're we're not on a special anniversary for that. That was last year. Last year it turned 25. Or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's now 94. So I said to carry the two. It's it's Mm -hmm. 26 Mm -hmm. years old this year. Uh, yes, yeah, so last year was the 25th anniversary. So, mm, real... so now we gotta wait like four more years to talk uh, about it. Yeah, shame on me. Have you have you watched the film Knives Out yet? Yes, you have. Have you yes. watched the film Jojo Rabbit? No, I don't have that one yet. Okay, so I just got Jojo Rabbit. Did I watch Knives Out? No, I so I just got Knives Out and I just got Jojo Rabbit. What's Jojo Rabbit? It's Taika Waititi plays Hitler. Um, and he's an imaginary friend to this kid, and apparently the film is brilliant. So that's going to be a film that Heather and I watch together. I want to watch that oh, and Knives okay. Out. I don't but I wanted this. to mention real quick. I know we're getting we're over the hour mark right now. We watched a movie called Crawl. It was about alligators. With Sean. Oh, Crawl. I thought you meant Crawl with Sean Connery. But no, no, crawl, no. Craw- like... Crawl. And yes. where they're in like a crawl space underneath a house. And alligators in and there. And alligators are crawling yeah. towards well, the There's yes. a lot of crawl. There's that a lot of crawl. Like, that was like Quentin Tarantino's favorite movie of last year, I believe. Crawl? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's what he said. I so, thought he was smart. That's fucking so stupid. So Heather didn't like it. I happened to like it because it was <laughs> oh. a dumb... It was, it was a it dumb... It was really dumb. It That's was a dumb monster kind of movie. It wasn't a monster. But it had, they were these dumb fucking alligators. But it had heart. It had real. heart because the girl and the, guy and the father were like... Bring it, getting her relationship kind of Ugh, back together as, I as daughter the and, so, and, they and were father, shit. dad and daughter, and it was it very. Was I really enjoyed it, and I loved the alligators were literally grabbing people like the top of their body, and another one would grab the legs, and they would rip the people in half and shit. Like it was like that kind of like <laughs> madness. It was great. It was fantastic. I loved it. It was horrible. Don't um, it wasn't the best film ever, but I really happened to enjoy it. Uh, so those out there, if you haven't seen Crawl. Uh, you should watch it if you like monster movies. I just wanted to throw that out there because it was interesting. Heather absolutely fucking hated it, and I really happened to enjoy it. We usually are pretty married up on that, aren't we? Usually we both like it or we both hate it. So I just wanted to mention Crawl, the alligator movie, in a crawl space where the alligators crawl and the people crawl to safety. Boom. Mm. That's a lot of crawling. That's a lot of crawling. <laughs> Mr. Crawling. <laughs> uh, and that's it. So, guys, guys, uh, go and check out Gasocast on Instagram at Gasocast or check us out, Gasocast, on YouTube, where you can find a bunch of fun uh, toy videos. We talk about toys and action figures and Funko Pops and everything else. Additionally, go over to Facebook, look up Gasocast hyphen We Hunt Together. And join our wonderful group full of wonderful people talking about wonderful things, doing 
wonderful, having wonderful conversations. Boom. Done. Mic drop. Heather, what do you have to say? Go ahead. You covered it all. Thank you. Okay. And you can find me online at Swoboba Fett. And, and uh, that's on the Instagram and the Twitter. And uh, if you follow Seven Bucks a Pop, I do a lot of, uh, I do some videos for them. So you can see me there. Good old Seven Bucks a Pop, do, baby. Yeah, do that. You can see my beautiful face. Whoa. Telling you to, telling you to, to, to buy things and stuff. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. That's hot. And, uh, yeah. and and that's it. Guys, thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us. Uh, hopefully, uh, everything becomes normal soon, which I hope it happens. Hopefully by June. That'd be nice. I would like to visit a mall or see a movie again. That would be fantastic. I would like to um, go to a restaurant and eat food. I, yeah. I have been missing masturbating in public. And I haven't been able to do that in a long time. So if we could just get things back on a roll again, I would really <laughs> like to masturbate in public again. That was a lot of fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm oh. uncomfortable again. <laughs> was that? But wait, was that? Uh, was that part of the governor's soft opening? Soft. No, it was plan. a hard opening. <laughs> you get it? Whoa. Hey. Huh? Wow. Okay. Well, because I know, I know we could, uh, I know we could go golfing and play tennis, but I don't know. He didn't mention masturbation. Mm. Well, you missed that part of the conference. He's like, it's like for golfing and tennis and other recreational activities up to, but not including fapping. No fapping. <laughs> There's a heavy amount of fapping. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.